Yeah, you're right about Indian media being very ruthless. They're similar to like the, you know, the British tabloids when they used to, you know, write about the royal family and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, they're quite ruthless. The royal they're... family? No, I was just, you, you mentioned ruthlessness and I've, and I've read some things. That's that exactly Indian... where your mind went, the royal family. Yeah, that's... You are now in the summer. Alrighty, we're here, we're here. Hello to all our viewers and listeners tuning in. We are at the season finale of season three of In The Salmon Podcast. It's your boy, Nuan, as always. And uh, alongside with me, I've got a man who is fresh from a game of indoor cricket. Hasif, <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome. We've uh, arrived at the end of another season. Who would have thought it's been a bit of a lengthy one because I've been... Uh, Running around all over the place and, um, you know, traveling around and starting new jobs. But but we're here. We've made it. Um, how's your game tonight? Did you guys win or what was the, uh, what was the go there? Glad you asked, Nuan. It was actually a, a, a really exciting game. Um, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have loved it. It was actually... Um, we were chasing about, like, I think, like, 88 odd or something. And then yeah, I right. came in last with, uh, with another mate from my local career club, Jimmy. Yeah, right. And we battled quite well last week. We put on, like, 40 odd. And yeah. uh, we needed like 53 or something, which is quite <laughs> quite a big ask when the entire total is 83, right? Wow. And then... Wait, um, so you guys only made 83 as a total? No, 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 no. We were chasing, right? Yeah, right. We were chasing and we were on about 30-odd or something like that. Yes. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, I come in last pair with Jimmy and then I hit the first ball for a seven, bro. So I hit, oh, got wow. 14 off the first over. That's I done. made 21 off the first over by myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And guess what? We ended up losing by one run, dude. I hit no. 41. Oh. And then I think uh, Jimmy hit nine. I hate and we needed 51. It oh, was my so God. bad. That's but so stiff. It was stiff. really good fun. That is absolutely stiff. I hate those narrow losses because you know you've, you know you could have beat them. It's one of those, yeah. You end yeah, up talking about it for worst. ages. I got mad in the match as well, but definitely bittersweet, man. Would much. Uh, rather prefer to have won the game. We've got to convert your. Uh, indoor performances to that to that cricket info impact um, metric and see how much of an impactful player you've become. Uh, my salary crap will be pretty high, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> Step aside, Sam oh, Carroll. Let me in there. You know. Well, you know what? Speaking of salary caps and and all things financial today, that's going to be the theme of today's episode here, um, and in the salmon. But before we get stuck into that, I want to talk about a player that we've been. You and I have been keeping an eye on for a little while, and he had a bit of a form slump, but uh, I think a couple of days ago, he's come back into brilliant form. It's none other than the Indian superstar Surya Kumar Yadav, um, currently plays for the Mumbai Indians, and last night or two nights ago, um, 54th game of the IPL against Bangalore, he's come back in form in, in magnificent style with a with a fantastic 83 off just 35 balls, I think. Um against the Royal Challengers. We were we were worried about his form for a little while because he did sort of, you know, he had four ducks in a row as well, but but he's yeah. come back good, um, Hasith. And, uh, you know, you know what, what what happens now? Does, does uh, you know, is now Sky in contention for India's squad for the World Cup? Or like, you know, how do you assess this performance? Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. I was actually mm. chatting, having a chat with one of the boys at Indoor today um, yeah. about Sky and how he's mm. sort of progressed. Mm. Um, and I know we were, uh, we were, I guess, sort of like really bemused and wondering yeah. as to why, you know, because like normally if you get out for a duck, and I think there were a few golden ducks in there as well. Oh, yeah. You yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. 
you're kind of like, all right, man, let me take a step back. Let me assess the situation. Let me get myself in. But yes, this man just keeps scooping and, you know, doing all these like really extravagant extra shots and yeah. found himself getting out as well. Yeah. I've got an interesting stat here for you, Noan, um, oh, okay. which I found. So in the IPL, mm. um, so he's played 11 games now, right? Mm. In the first five games, his highest score was 43. He yeah. managed 66 runs. He's faced mm. only 47 balls. Mm. At an average of thirteen point two, yeah. Um, strike rate, uh, striking at one forty. <laughs> so he's still having a deal. okay, okay, it's just right. Just not coming yeah. off, right? Yeah. But average yeah, of thirteen point two. Yeah. Right. Not yeah. ideal. The next yeah. six matches, including last night's knock, mm. he's actually managed three hundred and ten runs. Oh my gosh. Um, and he's faced one hundred fifty five balls, averaging fifty one point six seven. Wow. High score last night eighty three. Mm-hmm. Uh, four fifties. Yeah. And he's striking at 200. Yeah, that's um, So, 100% to answer your question in short, definitely get that man in the World Cup squad. Yeah. Um, he is just India's very own, I guess, sort of like a love child between Glenn Maxwell and like De Villiers. You know what I mean? They just bring him in the lab somewhere, just curate him in the Mumbai Indians squad and... He's, uh, he's, he's a special man because I think like most other blokes, they wouldn't be able to do what he's done, like mm, 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 mm. failure upon failure, all the yeah. media and the Indian media are absolutely vicious when you're not They're performing. ruthless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something They're else. Ruthless. Yeah. For him to come out and just keep trusting himself and backing himself. Mm. Um, I have a lot of respect for that man because I, even I was saying like, dude, like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm happy to hit my mouth shut now. He's done very well. Yeah, you're right about Indian media being very ruthless. They're similar to like the, you know, the British tabloids when they used to, you know, write about the royal family and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, they're quite ruthless. The when royal family? I was just, you, you mentioned ruthlessness and I've, and I've read some things. That's that exactly where your mind went, the royal family. Yeah, that's, it's just, but you know, it's, it's good to see Sky back in form and, and performing well. And, and I, I, I guess the reason why we're worried about this guy is because, you know, he, he set the benchmark so high when he first started, right? He just came in and just started hitting runs of fun. And, you know, I was there at press conferences where, you know, Dravid was literally hyping him up so much. And if if, if, if you, Rahul Dravid is going to hype someone up, you know, this guy is should be pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this one knock is just suddenly going to justify him returning to the Indian squad. Um, but then again, we've seen the way India selects their players and they, they do they, it, it's always based on form it's never based on like you know youth or like how young they are like how talented it's, it's always based on who's hot right now um, yeah. just a side note you know <laughs> I was actually thinking about this on the way home I was like for, for two blokes that live in Melbourne who are Sri Lankan we, we talk an awful lot about the Indian cricket team <laughs> They're very controversial, and to be honest, there's not too much popping off with the Sri Lankan cricket team. If we can no, be honest, I, so. like, I had a lot of mates, a lot of mates are like, "Hey, no one, actually, why do you talk about India all the time?" There's like so much India-related content on your podcast, and I was like, there's "So much controversy when it comes to everything because they've got too many players. They've got so many players to pick from. Yeah. So no matter what team that they pick, you know, someone's going to have an issue, yeah. <laughs> or you know, there's going to be something. So, yeah. um. But, you know, I think, I think again, but once again, we also saw with this uh, Mumbai RCB game, yet another, you know, team total above 200. Um, yes. And, you know, building on our conversation from last week about how frequent this is becoming, um, do you reckon this is a bit of a problem? Like, is there is there really, like, a really bad quality of bowling in the IPL? Or is there something, is there something in the bat? Or, like, is there something in what the, these guys are eating and, you know, drinking? Or, like... <sighs> 
Like I didn't, I didn't notice it before. Like I didn't honestly did not notice it before. But now that you mention it, and and I had a look at the scores, I'm like, oh my god, this is like a very regular thing. Like my only explanation is, you know, being a being a bit of a bowler myself. I I, I just think the bowling must be average. Like I don't know, is it, you know, the bowling uh, is very very average. Yeah, and we spoke about. Um, hmm. uh, I'm not sure if I actually spoke about this online, but we spoke about Jason Holder. Um, yes. Three full bangers to Team David. Yeah. Um, who has the levers of a of a wedge tail eagle anyway? Yeah. You know, what yeah. I mean? you don't you don't need to bowl that full for him to get under the ball. Yeah. Um, so it was just um, I, I do think it's very poor bowling, and I mm. don't know exactly why that is. Mm. Um, and I also think that the IPL is just continuously bred very very brave players, and yeah. these guys because there is such strict comp- competition, right? Mm. They have to bring that everybody needs to know that they have to be the X factor for them to mm. actually somehow make the Indian cricket team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they can't just put together 30 off like 19 every, mm. every game. They're not going to yeah. stand out because every bloke is doing that. So it really forces the Indian players and, and every other player as well to, to then follow the Indian players and play yeah. the way that they are. And oh, it's 100%. exciting, but I don't like the fact that there's 200 being scored all the time. Mm. The bowlers need to fight back a little bit and not of be course. content with getting hit around the park. Yeah. Yeah. And the really interesting thing is that, like, you know, it feels like no score is safe in the IPO, okay? Like, so if you look at that, if you look at the the RCB scorecard, right? I was having a look at it myself. Now, RCB did pretty well, okay? They made 199, okay? Um, you know, that's a good score. And I think, you know, if you, if you made, like, 190 plus in T20 cricket in its early days, right? That's like the equivalent of... It was unheard know. of in the early days, to be honest. Right, Like, yeah, 160 like, was a good score. 180 yeah. was like, you're pretty much guaranteed a win. Yeah. So 199 is just like... It's like scoring you know. a 380 in an ODI, right? So, yeah. so you know, and you look at it, and you got the likes of, you know, Fuff Duplessis making a good 65. You know, even Maxwell had a good day out, you know, 68 of 33 out. balls. You know, eight eight fours, four sixes, you know, like... 199 you'd you'd pretty much think you're you're, you're home and and you know it's it's just a matter of like an uphill battle for the for the chasing team but we're now seeing like you can score 210 220 230 in an odi and even that score is just not safe like i don't know what it is it's just there's no more psychological you know advantage no no one's scared anymore and it's actually funny no one because what happened was Mm. in the in the post-match faf actually said that he thought that rcb were 20 20 runs short no way so what? 199 being scored wow. he wasn't happy with that he actually said yeah we're 20 runs short so he's not even saying that like oh we were bowling poorly or anything like that mm. he reckons they need more runs so that just gives you a bit of an indication as to how um the captains are thinking and yeah. it's it's uh yeah i don't know it's it's interesting and this is why i worry because it's kind of like it's you're, you're literally taking the value away from like a, a good bowler you know like the late the late great Shane Warne always said that you know it's it's bowlers that win you matches right mm. it's bowlers that win you matches and, and maybe in the next IPL auction we'll see the bidders seek out good bowlers because I, so. I don't know I because that was Shane Warne's strategy right like when you know when we go back to that initial season of IPL the yeah. first season Shane Warne had no star players, like literally just him and Watson. Um, and Watson and the uh, the Patan brothers. I don't know if Irfan was, but Yusuf was. Yusuf, and... Yusuf Patan was there. Yeah. Yeah. But what Warne did was he he uh, you know he he trained these bowlers and he and he 
you know, they were defending like 130s, 140s, really small scores. And I just feel like the IPL is getting, I mean, well, the world's getting carried away with these like, you know, superstar batsmen. You know, when was the last time we heard of like a brand new hotshot bowler come out of India? You know, we still talk of like Bumrah, we talk of like Shami, right? Like, there's a little bit of discussion around Umran Malik, but even like I think we were chatting offline and you said he he had dropped off the pace slightly as well. But like, it's always batsman, batsman, batsman now, and it's just it's yeah. great to see. But like, I, I really want to see like some really good bowlers stand up. You know, like, yeah. um. And like honestly, like this may be going to sound a little bit like, well, what would you know, no one kind of kind of thing for me. But like, it's not hard to bowl in the areas, right? Like, I mean, you know, when you're defending one ninety nine, close to two hundred, you can win. Like, you should go in there with the mindset that you can actually defend this score. I don't know. Like, it's just. No, I'm sure they do. I think. I think what it is is like, and and I mean, people people that are saying like, oh, what do you know, no one? Like, fair enough. But mm. also, the reality is these boys get paid to do this. This is their this is their one and only job, right? Yeah. They don't have mm. to do anything else. They mm. literally get paid, all expenses paid, to go to India and to train under the best coaches in the world, yeah. right? And the mm. fact that they got there in the first place means they've already got genuine talent. They already yes. know what they've done. They've already been training and playing for a number of years. Mm. And then you still see them come and bowl full tosses. So... Any genius, any junior will tell you not to bowl full tosses mm. when you're trying to save runs. Oh, of course. And I, it's really, it's really mind-boggling to see players such as Jason Holder. We saw the likes of, um, I believe it was Sandeep Sharma. Yeah. Uh, bowled a no ball the game yeah. before last. Yeah. Um, and that cost him the game. Yep. The free hit no ball cost him yeah, the game. Absolutely. absolutely. So these are really just um, absolute no-nos, especially if you are a professional athlete. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much the equivalent, you know, this Australian Australian rules football, mm, but mm, kicking mm, a straight one and missing it from ten meters out, no win, yep. nothing, you know, yep. or missing gonna, a free yeah. shot on goal if you're a yep. soccer player and you're just hitting the post and you're five yep. meters out, keeper's not even in the in the picture. Mm. That's the equivalent. Like, mm. it's hundred percent. And the other thing is here. Here's what I'm what I'm going to say. I definitely think there's some issue with the quality of bowling. Okay, because if you look at the uh, bowling scorecard, the bowling card for RCB, okay? Yeah. Three of their bowlers are world-class bowlers, right? Half of the overs were bowled by Mohamed Siraj, Josh Hazelwood, and Wanindu Hasaranga, okay? Yeah. You, you literally, can't get much better than that. You can't ask for more than that, right? And then the remaining six, you know, the remaining six overs were bowled by, um, you know, uh, these two sort of Indian uh, domestic players here. Well, but Patel is in there as well. But... Wanindu Hasaranga... Meant he's meant to he was meant to be like the number one ranked T twenty ball in the world and he's getting carded four overs fifty three runs yeah. two wickets yes but but uh, he was hit for five sixes Hasid like well, we might do a deep dive on one into Hasrang a little bit later because I feel like he's a cricketer <laughs> that's that's really fallen off a cliff um, he was meant to be long yeah. he's you know uh, he needs to get rid of that weird undercut of ball that he bowls I absolutely hate it um, the Garandia. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Get <an> idea. <laughs> but look, there, there's definitely something wrong with the quality of bowling and the way bowlers are uh, uh, executing their skills in the IPL. Um, yeah. Because we know Mohamed Siraj is test quality. Josh <laughs> Josh Hazelwood is test quality. One uh, in the Hasaranga was the number one ranked bowler in the world, and these guys are being hit around like it's just it's just nothing. So, um, yeah. 
it's uh, it, it does. I mean, certainly give know. credit to uh, to Surya Kumar and uh, Mr. Nehal Wadira, who is a I've not heard of him before this game. Mm. Um, those two put on nine sixes themselves. Well, I mean, uh, that's the thing. Yeah, and and this is and this is a really good sign for India as a team because the fact that Surya Kumar Yadav is coming back into form against you know on paper good quality bowlers. Um, this is not just like this is not him just hitting like some Ranji Trophy bowls around the park, right? This is him, you know, having a big day out against like some of the top bowlers in the world. So, yep. so that adds just a bit more value to his eighty-three of thirty-five balls. So, um, so yeah, really, really good to see him come back into form in a big way. Yes, definitely. Um, but you know, we're speaking about paydays and uh, you know, big, big money and. Uh, the next part of this show, I want to talk about something a little bit, a little bit more intrinsic, uh, you know, in relation to the way money's being thrown around uh, in world cricket in general. So, um, I had a read of this report, and I did link this to you a little bit earlier, and uh, it's in regards to the ICC's uh, annual uh, annual earnings um, in in regards to the twenty twenty four to twenty twenty seven uh, cycle of cricket, and. Um, it turns out that of the 600 million US dollars that's uh, come through, um, India is expected to profit or, you know, earn at least almost 40% of those earnings. Um, whereas the other countries are literally earning less than 10% of the remaining shares. Now, I had a look into this report in detail and I, I, want, I want to know why India is taking such a big piece of the pie. And uh, in that report, it highlighted the, cr- the criteria um, for, you know, allocating the funds. And that was based on cricket history, uh, the performance of, this, of, of both the men's and women's teams in ICC events, uh, the contribution to the ICC's commercial revenue, and of course, their weightage for the status of being a full member team. Because this is in regards to, um, you know, the, the full member test playing nations. And India got the biggest piece of the pie um, by long shot, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, the next best was England, but they only earned 6.89% of the share. And then after that's Australia, but that's at 6.25. So <clears throat> you did a little bit of maths earlier, Hasith, and you said it was fair in the sense that, you know, it's around 6% of each of those, uh, uh millions, but you know, India's just raking in so much money. Like, is this good for cricket as a whole? Or like, does something need to be done about this? <laughs> I think whether whether something whether it's good or bad I think yeah. uh India are now a conglomerate and they've got to, yeah. they've monopolized the sport let's be honest. Yeah. Um so I don't I think it's a redundant conversation to have in the sense that we can't do anything no one. Well you yeah. Know? yeah. We're st- we're stuck. We are stuck and we are, you know, we are I guess sort of just uh just caught in the current the BCCI current and we're just drifting away. Yeah. Um Look, I think um, I think uh, it is a little bit dangerous. Uh, That's the thing. In in the sense that you never want one party to have such a big uh, holding in the, in mm. the stake, right? Because yeah. um, you know, there's always they've got like I don't know, and I'm just speaking in general. Um, mm. You never know what kind of biases they might have. I'm not yes. talking about India specifically. I'm just saying there's a, there's a small chance, right? And yeah. um, that in itself carries risk. Mm. Um, I'm not saying that India have done anything thus far, but um, we don't know where cricket's heading. Um, yeah. But wherever it is heading, um, it just seems that India 
it's wherever India wants to go. And I think there mm. needs to be more, I guess, sort of onus by the ICC to kind of yeah. say, look, hey, look, you guys are raking in a lot of money. You're doing a yeah. lot of good for the sport. Yeah. But um, let's try and level the, the playing field a little bit. And that's that's what I want to see, right? Now, you know, obviously before India became the, the biggest power in cricket, you know, it used to be Australia and England, uh, those two in tandem sort of, you know, uh, ruling the cricket world. But even then, right, the good thing, I guess the one good thing about having England and Australia ruling cricket is that they actually genuinely wanted to see other nations come up, right? Um, yeah. You know, for example, the biggest the biggest talking point I can say is, is, is Sri Lanka, the team that we love, um, you know. Sri Lanka in its initial stages was backed a lot by Australian coaches, um, you know, English support. Um, England, you know, really helped Sri Lanka to come up as a team. I think Sri Lanka's inaugural test test series was against England. Um, you know, Australia sent a lot of coaches over there to develop our cricket because they had the wealth, they had the funds and they wanted to see more, they wanted to bring more countries into the game, you know, and Sri Lanka was so well supported by all these other nations that by 1995 they were the most capped one day team in the world so mm. you know within a, within a span of 15 years sri lanka had played more odi cricket than anyone else and you, you know and that's just and that's what happens when you you know when you use your wealth and resources to build others up you you create more competitive teams uh, a better quality cricket um you, as you could say and and if we uh, if we use that model and apply it to India, well, India has the potential to literally lift up the entire subcontinent if they want to, if they want yeah. to, you know. There are good players coming out of Nepal. There's good players coming out of Afghanistan. They probably don't really care about Pakistan too much, and, and fair enough, um, you know. Um, you know, they could do a lot for even Southeast Asia, you know, Hong Kong, um, Thailand, you know. Like, why do you think they don't really, they don't seem to, I don't know, like, look at this aspect of it like they have they have a they've got a real opportunity here to really i don't know make the game a truly global game um rather than one that's i don't know indian indian centric yeah i mean this this is a this is a tricky point of discussion um yeah. i think at the end of the day um it's it is quite quite evident i can say as a uh i would i'd like to say i'm like a neutral cricket fan obviously we like sri lanka Yes. But, um, look behind me. You know, we we're not just like, hey, Lanka, and we hate every other team. No. If you look at it like holistically, as a neutral fan, you can say you can see that cricket now has become very, very business based. Yeah. And um, obviously, India, um, they, it doesn't seem like they have uh, a massive desire to pursue any kind of philanthropy on a large scale and help yeah. these smaller countries. Mm. Um, and you know, it's business is business. They don't need to, um, it would be yeah. nice, you know, because I mean, you said Sri Lanka within the first 15 years became the most capped ODI team in 95, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. What happened the year after? Everybody knows what happened the year after, right? They won the, and you yeah. know what that, you know what that mm. started? That started an absolute, absolute blur of cricket frenzy for the entire nation. That's the oh, reason yeah. why I'm wearing this shirt now, yes. right? Because of what happened in 96. Yeah. And that's how we came to find players like Sanajai Surya, Kumar Sangakkara, yeah. Mahela Jai Warden, Arvind De Silva, mm. Murali, Malinga, all these oh, players yeah. that everyone that knows about cricket knows of mm. beca- mm. Ha- happened because of what happened in those 15 years prior to 95. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Which then set the tone for 96. Yeah. And that's, you know, cricket has become what it is in the country now. And yeah. there's every chance that something like that can happen in Thailand. You know? Oh, yeah. 
in, uh, you know, in, in Malaysia, in all these other countries, if they're just given a chance. Yeah. But cricket's in such a state now where all the powers in India, and it looks mm. like they're just looking at the US and all these profitable other countries, yeah. like Abu Dhabi and this and that. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a tough uphill battle, uh, but we need yeah. some more, I guess, sort of, we need some more people that care about the smaller countries, you know, because yeah. Afghanistan is used to be small. They came up with sheer talent, right? Sheer talent. Oh, absolutely. They came with yeah. sheer talent, man. Rashid mm. Khan, mm. Muhammad Shazad back in the day, the, the yeah. big bulky wicket keeper, Muhammad Nabi. Nabi, yes. You know, mm. there's not really too many players that I can think of at all from Thailand yeah. or Hong Kong or Malaysia. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there are a lot of cricket lovers in there. They just need a little bit of help. That's what yeah. it is. And I think, you know, it's, uh, you know, t- touching on Sri Lanka, like, you know, one reason why we won that World Cup in 1996 is because by 1995, we had more ODI experience than even the established teams like Australia, England, India. Like, we were just playing ODI cricket like every three months. Like, there was, I remember watching, you know, highlights on YouTube where Lanka was playing some random series in Singapore or Malaysia, you know. Um, they were playing ODI cricket in like white, white test clothes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and that's just because, you know, the, the ICC really backed Lanka. Like they, they saw how much, how popular Lanka was and Australia and England were like, yeah, we'll, we'll support these guys. You know, um, India has, it, it, India just has an opportunity to uplift the entire region. Like I, I would love to see that, you know, I'd love to see, you know, Srinivasan or whoever the BCCR president is just be like, Hey, hang on a minute, you know? Let's let's pump a bit more cash into. It. Let's get some good resources out to Afghanistan and all these play, uh, countries. And Afghanistan are do. good. Afghanistan are fine. Um, in terms of like resources, they they're getting a yeah. little bit of help, but they've got a chance to like really broaden the net now as well. Yeah. The question yeah. is: Is it profitable? Is it something that they're even thinking about? Is it something yeah. on that's on the horizon? Five, ten, fifteen years? Probably well, not. Well, I mean, look, put it this way. If we look at the piece of the pie that Afghanistan's getting, yes, they're getting, they're getting 2.8%, right? And that's about 16.82 million US, US dollars. That's, yep. I don't know, that's, that's more than enough to build a few stadiums um, yeah. or, you know, invest in a good, good quality resources. But obviously, we don't know what they'll do with the funds. But, but there's opportunity there. And I, think, I just think India's at a good place where they can really do something for global cricket. But you're right, they... They are very much focused on where the money's at, and it is certainly like, it's certainly the likes of like you know uh, Sharjah, Abu Dhabi, um, Dubai, US, I like the US as well. Cricket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Seattle. What was that team that Dustin Sharnaker got into? Orcas, Seattle Orcas. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, it's it's good to it's good. these things are good. These things are good, and 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 uh, you know T twenty T twenty is always going to be that avenue to bring other countries in, um, yeah. but I just feel like India just I don't know. You just don't know what their mindset's like or where their heads are when it comes you to... You kind of do. It's, 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 it's for the money, for the shmoneys. Yeah. And they, they've got a big piece of the bloody pie so they can mm. they can sort of do what they want. Um, we'll see. I think I think a bit of the onus needs to come to the ICC. Mm. Uh, but the ICC are literally second fiddle to the BCCI at this point anyway. So they won't, they're not going to be arguing too hard. And that's the thing, right? Like, I, you know, I was looking at the criteria of that report and I'm like, how does mm. India qualify for some of these criteria? Because one of them was performance in both men's and women's ICC events over the last 16 years, okay? 16 years. Okay. Yeah. And if we look at that, well, India hasn't... Well, the, the men's team hasn't had any trophy or silverware since, what, 2011. 
2011-13, I think Champions Trophy was on their last one, right? Okay. The women's team has only won one World Cup, right? It's pretty much been Australia the whole way. Um, mm. You know, that... They're probably basing I, it off rankings, to be fair. Oh, okay, yeah, not, not just yeah, <laughs> not just winning, yeah, just not not just winning the trophy, but actually like no, no, no. where their place is, like rankings, yeah, yeah. It makes I mean, sense. It makes sense. Mm. <laughs> like the way that they've sort of cut up the money, and you're mm. right. I, I pulled out the, the old uh, the old Casio calculator and <laughs> had a quick squeeze. Um, it makes sense. the The distribution of the funds makes sense in regards mm. to how much revenue each country is producing, right? Yeah. Mm. It's fine. Yeah, mm. I don't have any issue with that. It's it's what they do with the funds. And yeah. I guess sort of the, uh, I guess sort of the, um, I guess, uh, how, how can I put this? The the moral, the onus that moral such a massive ethics, conglomerate, ethics. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Such a behemoth yeah. figure in cricket. Mm. Um mm. I, I don't even think that any other country has such a pull on any single sport than India does with cricket. Yeah, I'd it love is to. It's absolutely ridiculous. And the amount of uh, money that's coming yeah. in and out of it now, unforeseen. Nobody's yeah. seen money like this in the last yeah. 10, 15 years. Oh, yeah. You speak to like players of like, you know, like the like bygone eras, like, you know, Alan Bordo or like Ravi Shastri or like all these sort of older, the couple of dev even, they're like, yeah. in our day, we. You know, they'd pay us like 5k for like a series and that was it yeah, kind of thing, exactly. you know? And you still have to go out and buy your own lunch. You yeah, know? literally. Like that's that's the thing, yeah. Um, and so, I don't know, it's it's a, it's a, a cricket's at a very weird place and, you know, it, it's like good and bad, but but the, the amount of power India holds, it's, you know. It's it's definitely teetering on too much. Um, and that and that's just, we're just being, being completely honest. Yeah. You know, one... You know, like the great Kanye West said, man, no one man should have all, all that power, right? And no, definitely India is not. that man. No, definitely yeah, not. It's way too much. 38% is an absolute big piece of the pie. Literally almost, around, it's like over a, th- over a third. Over a third of, of all the ICC yeah, well, revenue yeah. goes to India. And it's like this, right? Like they have they have an opportunity here. Yes, they have a lot of power, but there's an opportunity here for them to do something. Be like, hey, how can we make cricket the best game in the world. Um, there is, yeah. Because back in the days when England and Australia were the best, you know, the, the, the wealthiest or the, the powerhouses of cricket, they, um, yeah. you know, they used that money to uplift cricket as a whole. And that's why we had things like the Kerry Packer World Series. Um, you know, I guess the they are of... doing that with, with going over the US, right? They can probably mm. rationalize it like that. Yeah. Um, they, they are just looking at opportunities to create like when they when they think world game, they're going now to Western more Western countries. I feel that are not really yeah. familiar, right? We yeah. might see kick up in Europe thereafter, right? Yes. Mm. After going mm. to the U- uh, the US, there's mm. a lot of money in Europe, as we know. Yeah. With how much soccer players get paid, etc. Mm. Um, and because of that, that might further do damage to countries like Thailand, um, mm. and Hong Kong and things like that. So, you're right. It's a very very pivotal. Uh, point in uh, yeah. the history of cricket we don't know what's going to happen the next five yeah. to ten years we'll definitely see a whole lot of changes i was talking to one of the boys from indoor today and he thinks that a 50 over world cup is uh <laughs> is coming to an end that i almost almost broke down and started having a cry on the on the, on the indoor <laughs> court. but he reckons that not this world cup but the next world cup might be the last one and it might be scrapped and nah. that's that's uh that's a doozy that that would make that'd me be real really sad. sad. That would be if yeah. the, the if if the fifty World Cup 
dies, then I think that's when cricket is is basically just a T20 it's monster. A, yeah, it's a circus. It's a, it's a circus. There's a circus in every continent if you like cricket. No, these, these are like hundred balls, whatever you like. Yeah, the, the, and that's the thing is like death of the bowler, death of like a lot of things, and and uh, we can't, we definitely can't have the fifty over World Cup like die, and and that's the thing, right? These are, these are some of the good things that Australia and England did. They they really wanted to keep the game as a whole alive, and you know like when the when Kerry Packer came about introduced World Series, you know he didn't want it to be just about Australia. He wanted the best players in the world in his in his tournament. That's why I called it World Series cricket. Um, yes. Um, I was actually watching that um, Channel Nine movie. Have you seen that movie called How's That? The, the it's a very it's a very weird <coughs> film. It's about it's about yeah. Kerry Packer's World Series and like just the way he went Ooh. about it. And, yeah, and and you know. Oh, I, I need to watch that actually. Yeah, yeah. it's on no, Netflix. It. Yeah, it's yeah, on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, seen, I've seen it. Yeah, I watched the start of it. I'll be honest, the acting is really bad, but like it's. Just- it's just. Is it better than that Indian, that Indian, uh, that Lagan movie or whatever? whatever no, it's hey, don't don't diss Lagan, man. Lagan I, was a good. That was a good. I love that. that was I a thought I saw movie. you as an extra man. Oh yeah, wearing probably, a little, probably did. Wearing yeah, a little towel, yeah, you know. Yeah, when the, when the rain dance is going on, yeah, that's me, man. Rain nah. dance. That's <laughs> the wrong Indian, bro. What are you talking? No, about? you know when the you know when the rain. Comes? I haven't seen it. To be fair, I haven't seen it. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. Watch, you gotta watch. That's a that's a good movie. I mean, okay. There are some it's too that, long, dude. I saw the time. That, like, that, yeah, look, you just you just skip through the songs as you do. Um, <laughs> get to the good bits. Um, it's definitely a very weird experience listening to an English person speaking, like an, a British person speaking Hindi, because the accents is like all over the spot. But um, yeah, but could yeah, maybe. Yeah. But but look, the the baseline is you know what what Australian England what Australian England did for world cricket back in the seventies. India has. 10 times, 15 times the opportunity to do something even even better. Um, yeah. And, you know, obviously uh, the US is a good market to, to venture into um, because there's a lot of, you know, there's obviously a lot of Indian and Pakistani expats that, that love the game. Um, and, you know, they, they obviously want to be invested in it. Mm-hmm. But but what India can do for the game globally is, you know, it, it's something phenomenal um, if, they, if they choose to act on it. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it comes to a point where they're like, all right, cool. Like we've got so much money. Mm. Um, we can really start doing some, uh, some more good. They are doing good. They've brought cricket to a, such a big, big yeah. Oh yeah. Big place. Right? Yeah. 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 You know, we, we, you know, now these players are blessed to the point where they can actually sort of pursue this yeah. career and actually yeah. live very, very comfortably. Mm. You know, does, uh, does Cameron Green deserve, Three point one million dollars for a month's worth of work in India. I don't know, uh-huh. but um, if the Indians are happy to pay that amount, then so, so be it. Be it yeah. Right. Um, but if they've got that kind of coin to throw around, they've definitely got uh, enough coin to sort of um, mm. to sort of like uh, I don't know, do a little bit more, as you said. I feel like even yeah. like if they put like salary caps, yeah, maybe. Uh, I, mm. I think they already do to an extent. Yeah. But if they kind of like. I'd be really interested to see if they if the IPL implemented further salary caps, yeah, where that extra money would go, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Or maybe there could be like a side project. Maybe someone can like, mm. I don't know, just organize like another department that is just trying to just help you know grassroots cricket in yeah. developing nations. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of a lot of good that can be done. Oh, absolutely. Um, there just needs to be a desire for it. Um, but they definitely have the resource in in terms of finances. And yeah, manpower. Yeah, no shortage at all. <laughs> that is that um, question. That yeah. is that question. I think. I think just before we wrap things up, I think the one good thing India has done is they've actually made 
cricket very uh, noticeable in the US. I, I don't know if it was you or another friend that sent me. They sent me this Instagram reel of a, of an excerpt of the of the Joe Rogan podcast, and um, okay, and I oh, think with with Coley. Yeah, 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 and like they're yeah. talking about cricket, and they're like, "Oh my god, Coley's got <clears throat> more followers than LeBron," you know, like. <laughs> yeah, dude, hundred percent. And I think in the same podcast they were talking about how um, more people tuned into Pakistan versus India. Yeah, 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 yeah. Than like the Super the Bowl. Super Bowl. And that, like, yeah, their mind. And I'm like, yeah. bro, do you know how many people are in India alone? Like, yeah, come on. Okay. <laughs> oh, it just made me laugh at how small-minded. That's America's the thing, man. Be. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, people really don't know the power that cricket has. Oh, had. no. They're yeah. like a dormant giant for a long time. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, yeah. we, we've been we've been pretty harsh on the Indians up until this point, I'd say. Yeah. But one thing that we can definitely say yes. is that they've really rallied um, everything in terms of, you know, everything that cricket could possibly be. They've sort of aligned yeah. it, you know, put oh, it in yeah. a nice pretty box and presented it to... The uh, yeah. the outside world, the the world. and it's yeah, being yeah, yeah. Uh, it's being accepted very very graciously. Yeah. Um, so you know, definitely hats off to India yes. um, for doing that. Uh, we mm. just need to make sure that uh, that the pie is shared as well, as well as as well it can be. And uh, speaking of that, we've uh, I'll tell you what, Hasid, we've it's time now arrived. Pie for yourself, I reckon. Yeah, I'm a little bit hungry. <laughs> But look, we're, to all our viewers and listeners, that is the end of Season 3 of In The Salmon. Uh, I just want to thank all our viewers and listeners for your company and for you know for following us and supporting us on this journey. Um, it's great to see so much support. Um, we've done three seasons now, so we might take a bit of a break. I know I definitely want a break, um, mm. given how hectic things are at my, at my new role. Um, but we'll definitely be back in time just before the IPL final because it is looking uh, quite exciting uh, with a bunch of teams in contention for the Eliminator. But yeah, look, Huss, it's always good doing podcasting with you. Any final words before we uh, say goodbye to Season 3? Yeah, yeah. Um, just want to thank everyone for tuning in. Um, yeah. And yeah, we might see... We might say you two hundred plus score in the IPL final, and then and the chasing team might Bare win. Minimum. It, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, but I just want to quickly plug uh, our TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube yes. in the salmon. Yeah. Um, on all three of those, give us a follow, and obviously on Spotify as well. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna take maybe uh, a week off. A week off, yeah. Uh, but we'll definitely yeah. post on our socials. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolute pleasure doing the season with you, Noan, as always, and can't yeah. wait for the next one. That's it, guys. Thanks once again for tuning into In The Salmon. We'll see you back in just over a week, but uh, it's goodbye for now, and uh, we'll see you very, very soon. Peace.